Hi, thank you for joining me today on this beautiful, sunny California weather we're having on number one radio station, BBS. First of all, I'm a little confused about comedy because it's just a uh, a sound, a burst of expression that we we do when we think something to one of us is funny, something's funny to us, and the other person looks and goes, what in the world are you laughing about? So I'm going to get into what I grew up as comedy, which I thought was very, very genuine comedy, which would be Lucille Ball. I'm not going to go into her autobiography and tell you in the detail. All I know is that in, in her generation, those type of women were very submissive. They were not supposed to be heard. Lucy changed that. She also taught the ladies at the house how to lie very well. Tell, just tell your husband whatever he wants to hear because Lucy was always in trouble. She was always in trouble with with uh, her lies because um, Desi would always catch her and Lucy would always come up with a comment of, you know, oh, no, honey, I don't know how that happened, but my point to all of this is comedy and laughter has got to be where uh, how the persevere the person receives it when we're trying to tell it to you because Lucy was a very dry lady. But yet if you saw her, you could do nothing but laugh at her. She was always articulate about being um, um, very um, prompt, ladylike, but yet lying all the time. And and um, and in that, in that generation, the way the ladies dressed, well, they dress so classy and all, and then here comes Lucy with her wives and all, and it just made, I guess, in that generation of us lady, I think it gave us a little bit of strength, strength to realize it's okay to be silly and laugh, and I'm talking, you're talking about the early 70s when Lucy and Ricky um, went on their journey together. He was a lot older. She was carrying the load, and the most beautiful part about Lucy is that she had a dream. Even if it wasn't without Ricky, she never stopped dreaming and persevering a name for herself, Lucille Ball. She's one of the greatest comedians, female comedians of all times. And it's not us comics making you laugh. It's us touching a few hearts that you just don't ever, ever forget us. And I'm thinking that's what Lucy did. Um, you know, again, when she did stand up, she didn't do that well. But when she did uh, uh, presentations of herself with her husband on on live, really comedy skits, you, you all you could do was laugh because, you know, what woman would have acted like that in those days? I'm sorry. Lucy takes the case, and, and, and she was just kudos to Lucy. And it's sad that her life was all about lies on television, on life, and that's the life that she was really um, living, was a lie. Um, my point to that would be that sometimes us comedians, and I'm talking Red Skeleton, I'm talking, you know, the best of the best of um, in that generation. They all made us laugh, but inside they were hurting. My point is that even though we make you laugh and we don't get you make you laugh, it kind of hurts us when we're not getting our story and our little humor out to you. And in that generation, Red Skeleton, to me, I couldn't, I couldn't fathom this man, uh, but yet he was one of the greatest um, 
um, David Letterman, dry, totally dry, Robin Williams, amazing. This man could just come on stage, come out of anywhere. And, and, and Robin was just all like Lucy. Let's say it, roll it off your tongue. If they don't like it, some will, some won't. And that is what comedy is about. It's not about, oh my gosh, did you hear her say that nasty thing? No. Did you laugh? Did you get a little humor out of it? Because that's all these comics are trying to tell us. Another one would be Carol Burnett. And I loved Carol. Carol was just totally awesome. Again, Carol was really nothing because in those that generation, she pushed and she pushed and no one really cared about Carol. She was, mm, okay, funny, but kind of a dry. Here comes Tim Conway and Harvey Corman. You could not stop laughing at Tim. There was nothing that Tim couldn't do if he was, that man was not crawling on the floor acting like a woman having a, a baby. He was good at everything he did. Again, some people didn't like him, thought he was very uh, 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 weird or whatever, but weird sometimes is funny. Um, weird is um, being different. And weird is a is a is an awesome name again. Like senior, it's almost like okay, he, you're so weird. Well, I'm thinking the word would be I'm so different because I got 17 different personalities, and each one of the personalities came out on Lucille Ball, Carol Burnett, Tim Conway, Harvey Corman, and in that generation, they didn't have a skit, they didn't have any paperwork in front of them. Hey, you know, roll a note. They came out just like myself, sitting here, talking to you, probably boring you guys. But again, some bored us, some touched our heart that as we got older, that little word of whatever they said, you know, stayed with us. Uh, Carol Burnett was known for when she came down the stairs, the famous look, she came down with a curtain rod and the, and the curtain as her, as her dress. Here comes Harvey Corman, and now he's Clark Gable. He can't even look at her because she's so funny. And again, maybe a lot of people didn't see the humor, but you had to have seen, imagine, imagine you're coming in, you have a bunch of people, and you have the president and Melania coming in. And you're trying to be very serious, and someone just cracks you up, and there's nothing you could do but crack up. Well, that was Harvey and Carol and Tim, no matter how they try to be serious, that darn Tim Conway would always just take you to another level. And uh, they literally laughed before they could even talk. And they were laughing so hard. It was almost hysterically funny because Carol Burnett, she was always the secretary with a wig on. <laughs> and she will come out looking like, I'm sorry, like um, Popeye's olive oil. <laughs> and she was always prim and proper. And she would come into the Tim and say, what did you want? He goes, I've been calling you on the intercom. And she's like, I didn't hear you because she had it always unplugged doing her nails. Now, in real life, a secretary like that would have gotten fired. And she knows it. But it didn't matter because it lasts for how many years for her and Tim, her to be re the receptionist for Tim Conway. Um, again, those were the 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 the, um, the programs we got to watch once a week. It was um, they weren't funny, hilarious, no, because comedy isn't that.
I'm lying to you if I'm saying, oh, I'm going to make you laugh at everything. What I am trying to do is make you realize that you can look in the mirror when you're kind of sad. And that's what these people did because there was always a mirror around. And they tried to articulate, okay, what can I make funny about myself instead of making fun of someone else? Another good one was Joe, Joan, uh, Joan Rivers. Now, this lady was just a short little lady, but my God, was her mouth a potty mouth. you got to love the fact that when she says when men are 50 years old and they use the bathroom, now they have tea bags. I'm just saying, that was her original. But you tell that to your old man at 50, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to get myself a 20-year-old. Oh, well, okay. Well, But when the 20-year-old gets to be 21 and she realizes that Google shows exactly the tea bags, I'm just saying, she's going to say, okay. This lady, Joan Rivers, has got a point here. Joan was also known for that if God wanted her to bend over, just saying, he would put diamonds on the ground. <laughs> now, that's, that's not even funny. But again, if you would have saw how she said it and how she did it, I'm thinking we would have saw what these comedians were just trying to tell us and leave us with. Lucy with... You know, even though I'm going through a lot of pain in my life, I'm going to plow through it by making fun of my life. Carol, the same way. She lost her brother. Alcoholism. Whatever their life was, they brought comedy. They didn't bring, oh, my God, I'm going to shoot the United States, blah, blah, blah. No, they took it and they reversed it and they looked in the mirror and they go, wow, I'm, I'm pretty funny if I dress up and my hair sticking straight up. And, and then, you know, you got Tim Conway didn't have any hair, but my guy, well, that man was just... Tim Conway should have been the the best of all history. But again, it's not how we make our name. It's how we go in your homes, how we touch your heart, how we make you want to, wow, that girl's kind of funny. Because this year on my taxes, I am definitely going to go and I am going to see if I can get a tax write-off of these 17 personalities because each one of them will drive you crazy. And I'm thinking that's exactly what Lucille, Carol, and Joan Rivers especially. Joan Rivers had surgery on her face one day. I don't remember if you can see the, the film or not, but she was live with her daughter, Melissa. Joan Rivers just had Botox on her lips. Joan Rivers is live. She's crawling on the floor. Her daughter is saying, I am live. And she says, yeah, I'm alive too. But if I, uh, I can't even smile because uh, the doctor really messed up my lips. Look at me. They're kind of sideways. I can't even tell a joke. And uh, the cameraman is on top of Joan because this is live. And Joan Rivers, she's all sedated on all these drugs. Now Joan Rivers is under the table mimicking how her lips are. And her lips were so big that she was all this. But yet it was one of the funniest scenes that you could see. And it was live. She never did it again. Why? Because it was real. And it was live, and she could see in the mirror, wow, here I am, 100 years old, trying to look like Melissa. I, I'm just saying. I ordered one of these faces in the box. I'm going to put it out there. I did. I'm 62 years old, and I wanted to see what this face in the box was all about. Because, you know, I see it in Hollywood, and everybody goes in the backyard, and they shoot up Botox. And I didn't do the Botox, but I did order the face in the box. And when I got it, there is no refunds on a 
safe in the box. You know, once you go and get stitched up and all, then you're in it for the haul. So if your eyes come out slanted, well, you just say, listen, there's some wind getting in my eye right now because either I'm blinking or winking at you. But the face in the box is kind of scary because if you accidentally get gas and your face is trying to settle in, and you make a lot of <clears throat> noises and all and expressions, you could get stuck like that. And that's what happened to Joan that night. She could not, the lip was stuck, and she could not laugh. Okay, so this face in the box that I recently ordered, it's settling in, and it's really surprised me because don't ever do it. Don't you ever go out and get your face scalped and all that to think yourself you're going to look better. That's the biggest joke I've ever done. 62, I must have been really high on some sativa. Let me go and get myself a new face. <laughs> and never realizing that inside that face, I was still winning. Yeah, so spending all that money, nah, go take a vacation. Who cares? You have wrinkles. Just, you, you know, get some um, super glue, I'm just saying, or some rope. Tie behind your neck, put a, a super glue around the rope, and make your, your arch your neck up. Get your ponytail, pull it real so tight that when your husband says, what's wrong, say, listen to me. It's not going to happen tonight. That's what's wrong. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> okay. So, because that's what, that's exactly how Kara Burnett and Lucille Ball and Joan Rivers God love her. This lady come on with these wigs. If if you could talk, if they could talk, they would have talked because Joan Rivers, she was what, four foot ten? And her wigs were three feet tall? She was seven feet now. I'm just saying. The dress code. Look at the way they used to dress. Um, funny in itself, but classy. Um, you dress like that now on social media and they have a field day on you. So what do I do? I try to wear a bikini in the middle of the winter time and I go well, I'm thinking one of my personalities having a hot flash, and she went on social media while I was um well, I was not on aware of what she was out here doing, and now she's out here showing the world, you know how she doesn't look that becoming at 62. But please don't tell her that because she really thinks at 62, you know, she's all that. Um, I've learned that um, laughing at myself. Um, through the heart of the good, even when I was working in ICU, you could always, you know, find some humor in the medication. Oh, uh, or, you know, when, when the, the doctor would say, uh, what do you think we should give them? Well, something to shut them up. I mean, literally that's funny, but it's not funny because you can't shut a person up. Let's be honest. You could not ever shut none of these personalities up. I'm just telling you. It's kind of hard. When I go out in public, I'm kind of embarrassed of them. Sometimes they just get out of hand, especially I'm a flirt. I'm really bad. One of them is really lethal. When she says a good-looking man, I'm sorry. She's all of saying, and then they get stuck on me, and that I don't know how to remove the honey without the fly. I'm just saying. So um, laughter, I can... I can articulate uh, the way Carol was. I want to dress in public with that curtain rod and the dress. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go live with that dress, the curtain rod. And um, uh, I remember one time when Carol Burnett did the hygiene. She did a really a funny skit that was about all about hygiene, but she turned it around like it was about you know her being 
hi and Jean and 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 they were saying hi to Jean and her teeth were rotted. Um I did that the other day. I got on social media did a video and I was you know talking about the importance of being of having hygiene in my days, it went like this. So um, when I stood on the corner, mm-hmm, and I stood on the corner a lot, and, and they said, hey, hygiene, how are you doing with that hygiene of yours? And I'd be going, I'm all right. And I'd show them my nice bright yellow tooth and my brown ones on the bottom. And I said, listen to me, when you're on the corner, ain't no one worried about no hygiene up in here. They're worried about hygiene. <laughs> Jean, what's going on up in there? Uh, girl, you want to get those curls <laughs> really curlier, or are we straightening them out today? And, and I, in my days, we'd say, you know what? I got something for you. Hygiene's got something for you. The hygiene is this. There's only one thing tough about you, son, <laughs> and it's killing me, and that would be your body odor. <laughs> Good God. And that's talking about straightforward hygiene. Now, we're not talking about my teeth because nowadays this yellow tooth right here, you see right here, yeah, that yellow tooth, people pay millions to put those yellow teeth in here. They're rotted on the roots, (laughs) and they smile with these gold teeth. (laughs) In my days, we would just call yellow teeth that we didn't brush them. But nowadays, you got them all over. You know, one is yellow, the other one's a little bit lavender, the other one's a little bit brown. And then, and then they smile and they go, and these guys are billionaires. I won't mention any names, but, you know, and they show their teeth and they're all gold. Can someone tell them about halitosis? You know, halo and tosis met together. <laughs> and holler fell in love with tosis. Tosis has been trying to get away from holler for a long time ago. It stuck. It stuck way down in the gut. <laughs> and when you talk, holo and tosis. Introduced themselves at one time before you know it, you're on the floor. Carol Burnett did that one time with Tim Conway, and uh, she spoke, and he landed flat on his face, and his wig went in the air. I'm just saying what halitosis will do to you if you don't calm it down with some WD, you know, because sometimes it gets really squeaky with that halo. The hygiene these days is this. They get up, mm-hmm. they're on social media, mm-hmm. they brush their yellow teeth, mm-hmm. about five or six in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to clock in at work about, you know, 7.15. And all day long, halontosis have been having a field day. Mm-hmm. And what happens is just exactly like Tim Conway. You walk in, you say hello to the first your cashier, your your first person buying something, you say hello, and they're like their hair is sticking straight up. You look at them, oh my god, what happened? I'm thinking it was your voice. It almost ripped that person's skin right off, and now they're showing you the expression in slow motion. Hello. <laughs> so again. And that that generation, Ken Conway, would come in. He would not have anything on under his trench coat, but his underwear and his and, and his T-shirt. Now, Kara Burnett, she comes out with a beautiful dress. She's ready to go on a date, and here comes Tim, one of his many personalities. And he's telling her, listen to me. I've decided I want to stay home tonight. And she's what? And they're having an argument. He accidentally hits her. And, you know, she's got her hair rolled up all day long. Well, the wig is in the tree now. And he's 
all along dating her thinking, oh, girl, I loved you. And you've been, you've been, you've been fake to me. All these years you've been fake. Lying to me about your, you know, you're all that and really look at you. Where's that wig at yours at? So what color is your hair? And Carol went from blonde to red to black. Again, that's my 17 personalities. One day I'm a redhead and the next day I got roots that are black and red. Next day the roots are red and black and the next day they're purple and whatever. It doesn't matter because when I go out in public and I know I look silly, but you know what? Are you paying my rent? Because I'm looking for someone who wants to pay it. You know, speaking of that, where where are you out there? Because somewhere along the line, I'm getting ripped off. Ain't no one out here wanting to date old Granny. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Granny's too old when he got 17 personalities. Actually, they call me old, weird Granny. Weird. Weird. I love that word because it's kind of being <laughs> like the senior. Different. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. And this year, I'm going to put it out there. I will have a tax write-off for all 17 of these personalities, just like Carol and Tim and Harvey. They should all have um, residual income coming in from each personality they protate. I don't you think that, you know, if you're out here making a living and you're acting like seven different persons, each one of them should be have a tax write-off. I'm just saying. It's just like, you know, you're married, and uh, and now it's the two of you. And now you can have a tax write-off. You go to your tax guy and you say, is there any way possible? I can get more money from this lady I'm living with because this one is killing me. She's got 12 personalities, and i got to feed every one of them. And the tax guy goes, well, listen to me. We could talk about it. But all you're going to find out is she's going to lie and say, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm still me. Mm-hmm. And that's why at menopause, men don't pause anymore. They run, pause. Then they run again, and the pause. And you know what we women do? We sit and we wait and realize that when you sit on the toilet and you're 50, what you doing? I'm thinking you're making some tea for us. I'm just saying. So menopause is just a word like weird. Mm, I'm weird. Okay. Now, laughter. It's just a <clears throat> sound that I make sometimes when I get gassy. I can make that sound and, and laugh. Um, and I realized with all the comedians that I've researched and developed and the situation, the stipulation was that Rick Skeleton, um, all of my generation, they never cussed. My gosh, I admire that. Lucille Ball, Carol Burnett, their mouth was nothing as potty as mine. Never did they talk nasty. It, it, and that's why they got to go down as the best comedians ever, ever in history. Not one cuss word, not one disrespecting somebody, not one making fun of another comedian, belittling us. Just fun. Just laughter, looking in the mirror and figuring out how can I make these people laugh? Well, I know how. I'll just dress myself up. Um, and I'm going to be doing that a lot because just sitting and trying to sh- you know, convince you what funny is. I'm one that I like to show you, so I'll probably be doing Skyping and, and different personalities. Um, again, when I go out in public, one minute I'll be talking like this, the next minute I'm listening to me, boy. It ain't going to happen like that. Tonight It's going to be my way. It's just going to have to go out. It's going to be, I'm going to wear the pants tonight. 
I'm going to wear your shorts, and I'm going to wear your T-shirt, and I'm going to wear your tie, and I'm going to try that darn Old Spice cologne that, oh, honey, if the spice could kill you, it would be old, is what I was trying to tell you. Spicy and old is not too good at 2018. Coming on up, can we do some changing? Again, I would take my husband's clothes and I would wear them every day. Because listen to me, ladies. At nighttime, all he wants to do is wear my underwear. Mm-hmm. He wants to put them on my head, you know, on his forehead, you know. <laughs> See, I'm sorry. <laughs> there we go. Granny's on another. Let me focus over here. Back to Joan Rivers. Now, Joan Rivers said when she was married, the worst thing about being married was being married because you had to come home to the same rice and beans every day. It was rice and bean, roast beef, roast beef, roast beef, chopped liver. Now we're at tea bags, and now we're on um, blended food. We go from being youthful and young to a sirloin steak to now a chuck steak now to, well... Well, it's better than Vienna sausages, I guess. That's what you loved about Joan. She always really, really gave her husband a hard time. How this man stayed with her? I think after she became famous, she got rid of him. I'm just kidding. Because Joan was just awesome with her daughter. Just when she was with her daughter, she got so upset because her daughter saw no humor. None. Her daughter was very dry. You know, like most of us are. Let's be honest, not a lot of us like to laugh in the morning. You get up in the morning with someone that you've loved, and then six months later, they're like, and you're trying to make them laugh, and they're like, can you ever grow up? And you're like, and I married you six months ago. How am I going to ever get you in that, in the basement, underneath that slack, you know, and no one will know where you at. (laughs) And that's when I'm going to grow up, because, yeah, once you sign that contract, mm, ain't, you know, it's like the face in the box I ordered. Yeah, I just can't take this thing off and send it back. Mm-mm, no, it don't happen like that. You can't go talk to a judge. Because what happens, the judge will say, <laughs> when you figure out how you can get rid of yours, I'm going to help you get help me get rid of mine. Because forever, I'm just saying I can't imagine eating rice and beans. So again, being married, God bless you guys. Um, in a relationship, God bless you guys. And I can see, and this is a joke, Well, you start off with a woman and a man together, and the man goes, listen to me, (laughs) Harvey and I are now an item, and you can go stay with Linda. I'm just saying, sometimes some people just aren't meant to be. Sometimes men are men, and sometimes a man can be a woman. Let's not judge. Let's look in the mirror and be happy being Aunt uh, Aunt Bob and Uncle Lydia, because you got to love yourself. I mean, I grew up with these people, the people that I'm just saying, Aunt, uh, 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 Uncle Lydia, yeah. And they were funny about it. They never hit about it because you got to love yourself like Lucille Ball. She had a horrible life, this lady, in real life with Ricky. But you never would have known that, ever, would have known that this lady was laughing 
inside she was crying because that's what most comedians do. We tell you our pain. We hope that you will laugh and see a little humor of it. But really, when we're seeing it, we're really crying inside and hoping that somewhere along the line we can touch your hearts. And that's only basically what I'm trying to do. I'm, I'm out here in this closet of mine. Can you believe it? 62 in a closet. Not confused about who I am. Just trying to make you laugh. Trying to make you hear my voice. Trying to help make you feel my generation of laughter. Um, I'm one of these that went out on the left field. That personality that, uh, I don't know, my potty mouth. I try to tame her sometimes. And it's, you can't even dress her up sometimes. It, it's just, yeah, you gotta, you got to ask yourself, do you want her to come into this party? Because she's going to ricochet it. And, uh, uh, yeah, she will ricochet. She will find some laughter. And some people will go, this lady's crazy. Yes, she is. But she's never been committed. Have you? I'm just saying. Because um, sometimes some of these wives that I see these husbands put up with, I'm going, listen to me. I will help you have her committed. Come on. Let's get on over here. Because <laughs> some of us are crazy. And God bless you men that put up with us. And some of you men, what? You guys are awesome men, awesome, but some of you, you want to slap and put a wig on you and go, listen to me, it's going to go like this. I'm wearing the pants, you're wearing the dress, but when we go out in public, we'll, we'll swap. Got it? Yeah. <laughs> because let's be honest, I'm the boss up in here. Just saying. And laughter. That's exactly what Desi was. If you thought about with Lucille Ball, every time she walked in the room, Desi bowed his head. He backed away, and Lucy did her spill. And she always came on top with the biggest lies, the biggest, really the biggest lies of everything. When she got hired, she was lying. When they gave her the test to do the do, she lied about it. When Ricky and her would go out to do the auditions on his show, she was lying, always trying to be another woman. Why? Because she wanted to see what Ricky was doing and in real life. That's what she was really doing. It's pretty sad. But Carol Burnett, she had a kind of dry laughter because hers was all, let's dress up. I'm going to dress up as this funny, skinny secretary to this curtain rod, uh, Clark Gable's uh, woman to um, Tim Conway's different girlfriends. I mean, that wasn't even funny. But if you saw it, you could see the humor in it. And again, that's all we're trying to do out here, uh, trying to make you laugh. I give my hats off to Cat Williams, uh, Stevie Harvey. I mean, these people were funny. I mean, I mean, God bless these people that had a dream and they'd never let anybody get in the way. And they always left you with something beautiful to think about. Um, might not sound, you know, always what we want to hear, but when you went home by yourself, you got, Oh my gosh, that was funny. Don't tell your husband. You thought that was funny because he will get jealous. You, you know, uh, yeah, you know, humor is humor. Um, that's why I call it angel comedy relief train. You get on the train, you get on the train and everybody's serious. We're on a road. Where are we going? We don't know, but we're all so serious. We get on the train and guess what? If you even say hello to someone that don't even know, look at you, then what do they do? They look at you like, let you know you're not talking to me. No, you're talking to my 17 personalities and she's going to want some attention. So you're going to have to 
uh, talk to this one because uh, she's not shutting up. There ain't no shutting up. Get in there. People are such in a hurry. But I, I found out that even though we're in a hurry in a bar, in a gas station, wherever, I can make you laugh. I can come up to you. And before you know it, you and I, your wife and I, we're all laughing. Why? Because I make fun of myself. And I'll put myself down in a human way like granny. Oh, my God, I'm not a granny. I don't look like a granny. But if that's what they want to call me and if that's the way they want to belitter me, okay, granny's doing good for being a granny. I'm just saying. Because um, uh, Lucille Ball was made fun of. She didn't let her stop that. She, she still plowed through even when they got a divorce. Lucille still did her own programs. Carol, Joan Rivers, uh, Red Skeleton, um, David Letterman, uh, Robin Williams. You know, we always saw them, people belittle who it didn't matter. They still got in. Yes, it was dry sometimes. Yes, we got bored sometimes. But the most important thing is they showed up. They had a dream. They made you chuckle. One chuckle, that's all it took. Do the math. One chuckle a week. Hey, it's 52 weeks a year, and that's not bad. You know, you could get paid on that nowadays. I'm just saying, funny is funny, and and um, life is too short. If you don't have a Christmas tree, son of a gun, go out there and get a little twig. Seriously. And put some Christmas bulbs on it. See if you don't laugh. It's okay. It's a thought. Now go out and get a twig, put some little red balls on it, and there's your Christmas tree. Take a picture and put it on social media and say, I paid $3,000 for this little twig. The son of a gun never grew up into a tree, so now I got to twig it. I'm just saying. It's, um, you know, uh, uh, Twitter it. Hey, here's my new, look at this tree I just bought. I paid $400. You know everybody's going to go, this poor guy got ripped off. But guess what you did? You made us think about it. Did he really pay 400 for this? Well, of course I did. It's a, it's a, it's a sativa. It's growing, it's going to be growing soon into a, a big, big cush. I'm just saying. Fun. Be fun. I'm sitting in my closet. It's orange and black. I feel like I'm a tomato and, a and, a and the black part is really kind of rotted, you know, kind of back and forth. I'm, I'm, you know, ripe and that I'm, you know, not ripe, you know, just, really just old and it's molded and you know yeah so that's how life is one day we're up the next way we're, we're down when you're down stay up when you're up put yourself down that's the trick of it put yourself down when you're up and i guarantee you'll be going wow it's not bad being down i used to hate everybody go Oh, I want to be first. I always wanted to be last because I was the first one going out. <laughs> I'm just saying. You don't always have to think that first is fun. It's not. Being in the middle really is because that way you get, get both. Okay, these idiots screwed up over here. And let me see if I can do better for these other ones on, on over here. And, um, again, it's um, the most important thing is um, let's not be hard on ourselves. I'm hard on me. I'm really hard on me, my past, I let it, you know, why, you know, why? And then I'm like this, ay, 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 please, you're killing me. Where's the other personality? Yeah, it's, um, you got to just uh, go back to the comedians that we grew up with. Red Skeleton, this man was so dry, comes out in a suit. Really? But he, he was one of the scariest looking comedians. Kind of a, kind of a, um, a clown looking guy, but so brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Beyond brilliant that um, that his humor 
was like a dry humor, but he still left us a legend and and, and you know, uh we always always talk about him and like Dom de Louise, he always talked about his weight. He was so funny about his weight. Nowadays, if you talk about weight, people think, My God, you're labeling me. No, again, we didn't realize that he was talking he was making fun of himself. David Letterman made fun of himself. You have to make fun of yourself, even when they accused him of having all these affairs. Well, of course I did. I'm David. That's what we do. The comedians do. We go out and make people laugh. Happen to be I got 12 women. They all liked the train and they got on and then they got off. What's going on up in here? Let's just be honest. One of them actually, when she got off, she got a baby out of it. I'm just saying laughter. Mm-hmm. I remember Robin Williams one time getting up on stage with Mork and Mindy. Now, we really thought this guy was crazy. We fell in love with him. There wasn't nothing Robin couldn't do to make us laugh. This guy was just so articulate, little laughter. And yet he was crying. He cried so to the last day of his breath, you know. So when when you're out here thinking, oh, that lady was horrible on the radio station, really think about, you know, not being so hard because if you're thinking hard about a person, you must be really hard on yourself and being serious. Oh, you're going to get his gray hairs, a lot of wrinkles. You're not even going to care if you're constipated, if you're just plugged up and you think you're having heartburn. No, you're full of poop, full of poop. I'm just saying, we've had a lot of them come into the emergency room because they're full of poop and they're so serious. I'm just saying. Laughter is just like a sound. If you let it out on both ends, hey, it's a win-win situation. In my generation, when we dressed up, when you were invited to a party, they didn't tell you, hey, don't, you know, wear the tar. You know, you got to make sure you look good. No, we showed up with a green sweater, purple shorts. Yeah. Purple shorts, a green sweater. Maybe we would have leg warmers. Uh, maybe we'd have flip flops on. And it was snowing outside. Did we walk in and people laugh at us? No. Hey, right on. Did you bring the pot? Did you bring the beer? Did you bring the cigarettes? It was never, oh, my God, are you kidding? Nowadays, 2017, are you kidding me? Why do we care what you're wearing? We should be thankful that you're just alive and looking at us so we can make fun of you. Uh, Just being alive. Come on. You know, we got the guy in the tiny dancer, Carrillo. Every year, this guy's going to blow us up. This guy's got fully loaded constipation problems. I'm just putting it out there. This little boy's in his 30s wanting to scare us. You just want to go there and say, you know, I'm thinking you're needing uh, some air out of you. And uh, Tiny Dancer, you need to really think about the constipation pills and take some X lax. And after the X is lacking, don't forget the lack of the X. I'm just saying, because um, every day we're serious. We wake up, someone's trying, our allies are doing this. Guess what? Breathe deep. Guess who's trying to uh, to bring us down to our own personalities. Yeah, I can't get up. Why? I'm so depressed. Really? Uh, yeah, why are you depressed? I don't know. Really? Uh, yeah, but I just can't do it today. I don't want to get on the radio station. They might, you know, I'm I'm kind of constipated and depressed. And now let me take 15 more of these uh, X-lax, and I wonder why the bathroom is now plugged up and the plumber 
He can't even get a snake up in there. I'm just saying. Again, laughter, you gotta you gotta realize that it's not who's listening, it's whose heart you touched. It's um you get up in the morning, you got an ingrown hair, uh, you can remove it or you can, you know, hey, give up. Do like do like Joan Rivers did. Get on the floor underneath the table in front of all your friends. You're having a big party, guess what? Everybody is there, all your bosses. Now get underneath the table and make, what in the heck is he doing? I'm doing something different. I'm weird. I don't want to be like everybody. Make everybody laugh. Uh, pretend you're a dog. Uh, you know, yes, just laugh. Life is so short. Look at today. For a good example, Sunny California. Some people have lost their homes in the fires. God bless each one of them. The hurricanes destroyed my hometown, the island. I don't even have a hometown to go to, much less the road to get on to the hometown, much less lights. These people are still living like this. Do you ever hear them on the news crying? Do you ever hear on the news any of these people that are experiencing, and I'm talking around the world, not just my island? No. You know what we try to do? We look for the good in it. You got to laugh, you know. So now your commode is outside in the bushes, and you're wiping your little booty with a leaf. Just make sure it's not poison ivy or poison oak. You see what I mean? And now you just go ahead and dig a hole in the in the ground, and you put your face in there, and you let your ass stick out to the world and say, I have given up. My whole world is shown to the world. Look in the humor of it, because... We're not promised tomorrow. I'm not even promised to see you, hear from you guys or hear me next Saturday. But I want to thank you for the number one radio broadcast station, which would be BBS and these two twins. Oh, my goodness. you got to tip your hat off to these guys that a long time ago now, they had a dream. They really took their dream to another level. No one ever gave them recognition. It's 2017. They got all the recognition. God has blessed them tenfold. Everything they touch, they just triple it. I mean, that's what we're all doing. Everybody in your house, your mother, your father, your grandparents, we all have a dream. Some of them were silly. We all had a dream. Did they make you laugh? Did they make you cry? Doesn't matter. We all have. A dream. My dream is just to make you laugh. Doesn't cost you a thing. It's free. My gift from me to you. That's all it is. At first, yes, I got on this radio station thinking that nastiness, mm -mm, funniness, my mouth, I had to critique it. Remember, I raised myself out on the streets. I didn't have parents. I didn't have any real models. I had to teach myself because when I would show up and a guy would ask me to go on a date and I would show up with some shorts and it's a winter, winter of winter. And uh, I'm just saying, and I have a uh, little tube top on, you're not taking me home to mom again. I saw the laughter, but it took me many of years of counseling to see. It was funny. You got to admit, I showed up with just that. It was funny, but no, it wasn't. Did I get married? Of course not. Do they still love me? Yes, they do. And the wives and the parents, they knew I was, you know, a little, a little different, but it didn't stop me. Oh, heck no. You know, I get up in the morning and the the person I take care of now, God love him, he's 96. Every day he's him hawking, hawking and hemming. I'm just saying, back in my days and back in my days. And I say, you know, back in your days, you did have a good life. 
because you guys never have to worry about what anybody thought about what you're wearing, how you're wearing it, who you married. You opened the door all day long. Your neighbors came by. They brought a plate. You ate it with them. It's, you know, we laughed. We cried. Well, mainly I did a lot of crying because, you know, I, I was homeless. and I lived in a lot of cars and in a lot of bumper cars. But I still made people laugh. I swear to you, I did. They used to go, Lynn, I feel so sorry for you. Can you give me a dollar? Not that sorry for you. But it was a good try, Lynn. And, you know, you just laugh at it because they always, God never, ever put me out in the streets to put me out. He put me out in the streets to make me the woman that I am today. Yeah, fifth grade dropout. Mm -hmm. um, they tell me I don't have any grammar. Well, yes, I do. No means no, and yes means yes. Try to rape me, and I'll tell you that no means no. And if you get near me and I shoot your little hand off, I'm thinking you understood it. Did I need grammar? Uh, no, mm, I'm just saying. Um, we're living in this world. Slow down. Slow down. That caffeine is going to kill you. Slow down. Cigarettes. I know I used to smoke them. I used to smoke them so bad that the doctor said he was going to cut my tongue. And I said, really? I went home. I chewed this doctor out. I bought four packs of cigarettes. I dropped the fourth pack, the last cigarette. Oh, God, was I talking about this? And I couldn't breathe. And guess what? I stopped smoking cigarettes. Did he scare me? Yes. Do I make fun of myself now? Absolutely. Won't you so cold? I cigarettes. Now, I, it's, it's addicting. Heroin and nicotine are brother and sister. And I left nicotine and heroin took my daughter. My point, again, I had to laugh about it because when heroin took my daughter, I wanted to go with her. But you know what? I'm here trying to make you laugh, trying to let you know that even though I wore those shoes, that's the shoes I wore in the past. I'm not wearing them now. I'm um, self-educated, self-made woman. I made myself. I... You know, I, I taught myself to laugh instead of, oh, my God, I'm never going to make it. I'm a fifth grade dropout. I'm never going to get better. Yes, I did. If I would have listened to the label, I wouldn't be here. I, li I, I have role models. Carol Burnett, Joan Rivers, Lucille Ball, those ladies. In our generation, there weren't the submissive ladies. They had dreams. They were like, I will not be shut up. I will get out there and make a name for me. And it took them 12, 15 years before they got recognition. Yes, and they didn't get the um, the money that you get now as a, as, a, as a star. But it wasn't about the money. It was about them getting up there every week just to see what heart we touched. And that's all I'm trying to do with you guys. You know, um, um, Tim Conway, he was never known. But when he got on Carol Burnett, oh, my gosh. I fell in love with the man. He was so funny. Harvey, Lucille Ball, you know, because I didn't have the TV and the rearing up, you know, get to watch this TV stuff all the time. But when I got older, I got to watch the reruns because, you know, I was homeless. So, and wow, these people, amazing, just really gifted. And uh, I feel that's what God has done to me. He's taken me from the streets to the ghetto, to uh, around the United States, yes, around Europe, yes, and uh, here I am sitting in the closet, um, yes, with 17 personalities, and I'm getting a tax write-off on each one of them this year uh, because it's it's got to stop, and uh, I haven't ever stopped. 
I was thrown out at 14. I'm 62. Um, I'm not stopping until God takes my last breath. And I'm thinking he's got a little bit more for me because um, when he took my daughter, I thought that wasn't my last breath, but my daughter makes me laugh every night. She's with me. We laugh. I just feel blessed that I have her for 36 years, and you look for the good. And in the pain of it all, I can look in the mirror. I mean it. Every day, I go on my videos, YouTube them, Marrero Lynn, and see if I don't make you laugh. I laugh hysterically until I cry because I can do that. I dress up as 17 different personalities. And each personality is hilarious, and that is how I laugh when I start thinking about the loss of my daughter. I immediately YouTube me. Uh-huh. I YouTube a lot of other comedians, but I find that those comedians have their family they talked about, and my laughter is what I do to bring to you guys with you know, the pain that I've carried for so many years that I've literally turned it into a bowl of fruits and nuts and under granola. And uh, I, uh, I'm i blessed now that I'm doing this more often is that I get to research and develop and not tell you their biography, but just tell them how they touched our hearts. And no one really realized what it took for Carol, Lucille, Joe Rivers to get where they were. No matter how many people put them down, they lost a lot of friends. They never stopped. Neither were I. I will always continue to make you laugh. I will try my best to critique this mouth because I'm the one that had to teach myself on the streets, uh, you know, the tube top and those uh, hip hugger crotchless shorts. Yeah, they got to go now. Mm-hmm. You're almost 100 years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. funny, but no, it wasn't. But it's sad the way I would raise myself, but it's amazing how I dress myself and chose different, beautiful women, Lucille, Carol, to learn how to dress, to learn how to talk to learn how to be a better person. And isn't that what we're all trying to do is just get up in the morning and be a better person? You know, our role models, our parents, doesn't say in the Bible that you're not going to have other people in your life that are going to be good role models too. Yeah, it's um, it's um, about just giving giving it all you got. If you want to laugh and someone doesn't look at you and laugh and another one does, hey, guess what? The other one got what you were saying and laughter's I guess a sound again I get it sometimes in my stomach and I'm thinking it's you know I'm hungry no I got gas let's just be honest it gets gassy and you know what you're my age it's like Joan Rivers says if uh, I would stand on stage I would have the dress of Marilyn Monroe and it would go up in the air and it would be no air going from the floor up it would be my gas I'm just saying you know, you take gas X, not at our age. That don't work. I told you, the gas leaves the X, and now you're stuck with the X full of gas. I'm just saying. And uh, uh, and now we're wearing pull-ups. Well, I'm going to invent the pull-up thong. We just, you know, we got to look sexy at, at our age. Come on. Who wants to show what pull-ups on? And they want us to come out on the on the runway and, and show us how sexy we look at, at, at pull-ups. You're kidding me, right? I would rather go without any underwear. I'm just pulling it up there. Granny has, uh, I don't own any, will never own any, and um, I'm just telling, pulling it up right there. If I'm out on stage, the gas is going to pull my dress up, and there could be some consequences. I'm just saying, as Joan Rivers would have said, that's what we, I do. 
I'm here to just make you have fun. Uh, I, I I pray that you, you know, you'll listen to me, you know, maybe once a year, you know, because I have one follower and they've been following me for two years now. I'm thinking I'm going on two followers now, but it's not how many you guys, it's how many I touch your heart. Um, I'm very blessed to be able to be able to do this and um, look for my books. I'm going to do children's books and, you know, Put my different voices on this beautiful radio station is just a gift. I mean, these two guys, wow, and they're just upgrading and they just really make it worthwhile to be on this number one radio station, BBS. Yes, it's, um, and I'm very flattered, Angel Comedy uh, Relief, and I put it on social media. It's Angel Comedy Relief train. Why? Because you get on and you're, you know, not too happy. But when you're leaving, oh, you're going to have a lot of gassy laugh. I'm just saying. It's just going to be like um, a lot of laugh, gassing laugh. That's it. That's another one I'm going to add. I shoot out uh, laugh, gassing, uh, laughing gas. Like when you go to the dentist, the dentist says, I'm putting in some laughing gas and you're not thinking it's funny, but it is funny because, you know, they, they called it laughing gas. <laughs> And you didn't laugh. You were like, you want to go out and beat them up and say, let me take your teeth out and see if you're laughing with this gas that you're putting in here. But uh, it's, um, I've been uh, very blessed to go to the doctor, the doctor who did this face in the box for me. I mean, I get this doctor laughing hysterically. Why? Because it's a face in the box that I ordered. Mm -hmm. There's no refund. There ain't no taking this face back off and say, listen to me, I'm thinking I'm not liking the way this looks. Yeah, there's a lot of critiquing, WD-40, it squeaks once in a while, you're looking at it, and it's tilted, now you got to tilt your lips another way, don't do it. In life, love what you have, love yourself, make fun of yourself, and if you can't, just look at Lucille, and Joan, you got to look at Joan Rivers, this lady, come on. At 84 years old, she was still making us laugh until she went. She got that last Botox, and then what happened? It killed her. It's very, very sad. It's um, how vanity is, um, how we're worried about what we wear. If you saw me in public, you'd be going, you came out looking like that. Yes, no makeup. I'm thinking, so nothing on you. Uh, no, you are kidding, right? No, wow, you look really good. Really? See? The makeup doesn't, when I wear makeup, I don't get anybody to look at me. When I don't wear any makeup, yeah, the men are going, mm, look at this girl. She thinks she's looking good. Damn it, she is. She's, oh, she's got to be about 40 years old. No, I'm almost 104. I'm just saying, but thank you. And you need glasses. I'm just saying, but thank you. Yeah, funny. Um, the, the, the gentleman that I uh, live with, uh, the other day he lost his uh, dentures. You know, the dentures, we couldn't find them anywhere. But for goodness sake, where would you find them? Oh, my goodness, in his closet on the floor. It was like, you know, you open the door and there they are like, Hi, I've been waiting for you. I, I miss your mouth. And you look at these teeth and they're so yellow. And I go, can I wash you? He goes, no, listen to me. That's what makes my character. I'm 96. Who do you see at 96 wearing white teeth, much less talking? What they do is they go, look at him. He's 96. And how are you doing today? And, oh, oh, this is what we do. We just smile and just wave. No, not me. Then I want my yellow teeth. 
And if the neighbor comes and gets him again and puts him in her mouth, you tell her I will sue her. Because sometimes I do forget going into the neighbor's house. And when her husband's in the garage, I felt like that was my wife I was laying with. The other day, he threw me out. Because when you get to my age, 96, Lynn, I'm going to tell you right now, you have a tea bag uh, uh, with another tea bag, and ain't nobody want to be around drinking old tea. I'm just saying. This is what I've learned about laughter from young to old, red skeleton, to the man I'm taking care of now. He's so serious, but if you can make a 96-year-old laugh, you're doing something right. Because can you imagine the road this man has lived, the scars? And yet as soon as he comes up with something negative, there I am, dressed up. Mm-hmm. Hey, baby, listen to me. You remember how your wife looked like this? And he goes, oh, my God, you look just like her. I go, I know it. Memories. Again, making someone laugh. What a gift. Um, I've been on Comedy Central. I'm sorry. My videos are much funnier. Forgive me that I just said that. But when I want to laugh, I want to see something that's going to really make me laugh. And if you see my, the way I dress up is, is jean and the way I come in as a, a school teacher with a green sweater on, some thick glasses on, and, um, yeah, dressed up with some shorts and some leg warmers. And your hair sticking straight up and no makeup um, and your lipstick, you know, it's instead of on your lips, it's around your lips and your eyeliner is hanging above your li- eyes. I'm thinking, you know, that's a lot funnier than getting on and listening to the comedy. This lady sucked this. This guy is now sucking that. And no, no. That doesn't make me laugh. That really, I guess I'm old-fashioned, so forgive my manners if I hurt anybody's feelings with my potty mouth. That will not be allowed on my angel comedy relief show. It is about laughter, about like Lucille brought, about like Harold Burnett brought to you, uh, Tim Conway. You never heard them ever cuss, and that's my what I want to, I want to do now. I'm also in a transition where I'm learning and and trying to change my life. Thank you so much, and have a very very blessed weekend. Enjoy the sunny day, and keep those less fortunate in your prayers. Thank you, Angel Comedy Relief. Out of here. <laughs>